0: from the UK, and I created this podcast to stimulate a deeper discussion of the creative process. I have a PhD in music theory from Columbia University in New York, and I've taught composition at the University of Cambridge. And One thing I've learned over the years is that when it comes to being creative, technical knowledge is not enough. When we're being creative, we are using our minds in a different way, and it's that different way of using our mind that I'm interested in exploring. A few weeks ago, I made an episode about writing uncomfortable lyrics, in that I described a process which involved focusing on a thought or emotion that was uncomfortable, and then using that as a springboard for creative ideas. What I didn't discuss was how I locate those thoughts and emotions in the first place. I was thinking about this yesterday, and for me there is a physical component to all this. And that's because I tend to find that negative emotions are often accompanied by physical sensations in the body. I first noticed this when I was 13. Um, Someone annoyed me at school and I felt a throbbing pain in my left hand. And I'm left handed, so I wondered at the time if my body was kind of getting ready to fight that person. And as I've got older, I've noticed more sensations, um, more around my chest and navel. Um, and it's a sort of feeling of pressure that I tend to associate with anxiety. So when it comes to connecting with negative emotions in order to write a song, my first port of call is my body. First I locate the physical feeling, then I identify the emotion that goes with it, and from there I figure out what thoughts it is I'm having that might be causing those feelings and emotions. What got me thinking about this was that yesterday was the first day in a while where I felt like I've had the time to work more slowly. Um, This caused a change in my working process as I felt I could spend longer being mindful of any emotions uh, that might be used as a basis for a song. But what occurred to me was that when seeking these emotions, I've always assumed that the emotion should be a negative one. More often than not, my songs have been inspired by negative emotions that I bring out and amplify in my music. And being committed to creativity and trying something new, I wondered could I do the same with positive emotions? Now, contrary to what people sometimes think when they hear my songs, I don't um, consider myself depressed, even though many of my songs deal with negative emotions. Nevertheless, I do find that some negative thoughts and emotions are always present in my psyche. There's simply always something to be anxious, annoyed or sad about. And at any time, I can feel that in my body if I focus on it. So what I'm wondering is, is the same true for positive emotions? Firstly, is there always a positive emotion somewhere in my psyche? And secondly, is there a corresponding physical sensation that I can use to locate it? Um, If anxiety is for me associated with a tightness in the chest, I would say I haven't found anything as easily identifiable for a positive emotion. And this raises an interesting question. Um, Would a positive emotion have its own unique location? Or would the positive emotion simply be the opposite of a negative one? I'm not sure, but based on my very brief recent introspections, I'm inclined to guess the latter, although of course it's perfectly possible that there are some positive emotions that are simply a release of negativity, and others that are, shall we say, standalone positive emotions in their own right. In the past day or so, I've tried a couple of things to try and get better in touch with my positive emotions. One involved thinking of people who I'm looking forward to seeing in the near future. The other involved listing some positive emotions and sort of looking out for them in my mind to see if they're there. These included feelings of tenderness, gratitude, what I'll call positive nostalgia, um, appreciation of beauty in nature and humour. Without necessarily achieving it, what I sense my body yearning for is what I would describe as a lightness. The exact words that come to mind are lightness of being, which I've definitely plagiarized from somewhere because that's not a turn of phrase I would normally use. Uh, so I probably read it long ago in something related to mindfulness, but I can't remember exactly where. Um, anyway, these yearn, this yearning for lightness seems to me like the opposite of the low-level anxiety-induced tightness that, for me, is the prime indicator of negativity, um, and that's why my sort of current hypothesis is that positive emotions are are going to be located and identified as the opposite or absence of negative emotions. It's striking to me how, despite considering myself a reasonably happy person there is still a stark imbalance between negativity and positivity. It seems to me that, while negative emotions are always there and easy to identify, um, it seems harder to think that there's always some positive feeling I could learn to connect with. And our language seems to reflect this. We have the concept of a nagging doubt. Um, But it's surely much rarer to experience, say, a nagging sense of hope, for example. So, um, this is going to be a bit of an experiment for me this week, and uh, to meditate on positive things, and to attend to any corresponding physical emotions that might emerge. Uh, the goal here is to connect better with these emotions so that I can explore them in my songs. But who knows, there may even be some positive side effects to it all, Let's let's see what happens. Related to the topic of positive emotions, I've been reflecting recently on the notion of celebrating one's successes. Uh, There is a common notion that in order to sustain motivation over the long run, one needs to make time to acknowledge how far one has already journeyed, to look back and appreciate the hard work that has already been done, perhaps with a sense of pride and satisfaction. Again, just as locating positive emotions doesn't come easily to me, it's also not obvious to me how exactly I should go about celebrating uh, this journey. I think there are actually two notions here getting bundled together. One is the notion that acknowledgement of hard work is itself beneficial. The other, less obvious one, is that the activity of celebrating one's successes is an excuse for relaxation. Personally, I've noticed recently how much I crave relaxing activities, and when I think how I might celebrate a spell of hard work, the things that come to mind are all things that encourage me to basically relish in my instinctive laziness. This could take the form of TV watching, alcohol drinking, binge eating, uh, carefree socialising, a nice walk in nature, just anything that seems to promote relaxation. So, clearly, I've inherited the idea that downtime is something that must be earned and it is earned through hard work. On the surface, this seems quite healthy, though I sense that bundled in there could be the belief that I'm not supposed to enjoy myself when I'm actually working and that if I should be working more than relaxing, then by extension, I should not be enjoying my life most of the time. So that's obviously not great for motivation, so that'll be something I'll be paying attention to now that I've noticed it. But to get back to the idea of celebrating success, I do wonder what further benefit could it hold beyond simply providing an excuse to party. My suspicion is that by acknowledging our own hard work, we can change our self-identity for the better. When we pursue a goal, we're striving to accomplish something that we haven't yet accomplished. And if it's a good goal, it's probably something that we're not 100% confident we are necessarily capable of achieving. A good goal is one that stretches you. It sets you the challenge of reaching for something that, on past evidence, you're not necessarily capable of reaching. For example, for me at the start of the year, I had a theory that it should be possible to write and record one song per week. However, I had not done that before, so I lacked substantial evidence that I could pull it off. Now, having gone over three months of doing this, I can reflect on this achievement and I can incorporate this newfound capability into my identity. It's, I essentially become someone who knows that this is something they can do. And it's not about being proud or satisfied um, because those emotions are famously short lived. I would say it's about recalibrating one's assessment of one's own skill set in order that new, more far reaching goals can be set for the time period ahead. So perhaps the word celebrate isn't the most useful. Um, I think maybe a more useful word is acknowledgement. Acknowledging firstly the effect of um, sustained work over a period of time and secondly acknowledging the changes that that work has had on one's life. Um, I quite enjoy thinking of life activities in terms of vague percentages. Uh, For example I think of healthy enjoyable relationships as say 80% fun low level silly chit chat and say 20% deeper conversations. You need and want to have deeper conversations, to have a rich relationship, but if you skew it too far that way then they can become draining, for example. Similarly, I like to think of work time as divided into periods of activity and periods of reflection and planning, rumination, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure that to grow, to learn and to move forward The scales need to be highly in favour of activity, maybe 80 to 90%. But there also needs to be some percentage left over for reflection. You don't necessarily want to reflect too much. Um, Or more precisely, if you find yourself reflecting for long periods, perhaps that's a sign you're not taking enough action. Um, But some reflection is essential. Uh, This probably involves small periods in the day slightly longer durations say at the end of each week with a longer heartier reflection at say the end of each month or every few months. Perhaps in a future episode we can get more precise about how to schedule these reflections. It seems to me like an interesting topic to explore more Um, but uh, I think that'll do for now. So thank you very much for listening and have a good week.